You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, uh, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Welcome, welcome. We made it. We sure did. It's another beautiful Sunday. It's a little bit of fall it's, in the air. Uh, yeah, actually. It's a lot cooler. It's cooled down much. Right? I actually have to wear a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, my no. favorite season is sweater weather. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. You like no. winter. I love winter so much. It's so weird. I know. And what's funny about that is you like to be outdoors. I love to be. I so love snowboarding. I love ice uh, skating. I love taking walks. You make me sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do too, but yeah. I don't like. I just don't like being cold. <laughs> well, <laughs> give part, me fall yeah. and give me yeah. spring. I don't do well like a lot of heat. Yeah. I do, I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> <laughs> you need the right amount. It is, it is yeah. important to remember this. But no, you love it. Oh my gosh! And well, yet today, short sleeves. Well, it's I. I don't know. I like being kind of chilly. You know, I like being cold outside and coming into a warm room, and being like. Oh, I'm here. I will say I enjoy you know, fires I love and blankets fires, yeah. and cabins in Ooh. the snow in the winter Ooh, in the yeah. mountains like of Leavenworth. Right. If right. I'm dating somebody because I find right. it very romantic. <laughs> and yeah. then if we have to go get firewood, I just he I make him go out and get it. Right. Yeah. So. And then you're like, cuddle up. Cuddle up. Make me warmer. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's how that works. Right. In exactly. my world. Exactly. For the right, I do other wonderful things like cook for yeah. them. <laughs> and they might not call it wonderful, yeah. but I still do it. So yeah. I give back in a relationship, but, you know, the coldness. And I don't but, like driving in it. Oh, but but driving is so much fun. It's like you're a race driver all the time. Drifting. It's like, right? It's like skiing yeah. in your car. <laughs> it is like skiing in your car. With, my first winter back, yeah. I ended up doing a 360 and being in wow. my neighbor's yard. Wow. And they were scary neighbors. Mm-hmm. And so I kept gutting it. I locked my doors. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't live in a good part of Spokane at that Ooh, time. Oh, no, no, no. So. They would have come out and right? shot Right? And they were coming yeah. out. Really? And so that's why oh, I kept no. hitting the gas, like, get out, get yeah. out. <laughs> Bail on this. Right? Like, they didn't know where I lived yeah. across maybe, the street. <laughs> maybe they were trying to help you, Jonathan. You were just judging I them. I will say I am judgy. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, that's what my friends say. They always say, are you tired, Jonathan? I'm like, why? Because you're judgy. Yeah. <laughs> I get judgy when I'm tired. <laughs> and when I'm hyper. And what? No, just kidding. And basically always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But I love people from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Which I'm trying to fix. Right. Right. I'm trying to get out of my shell more. Mm-hmm. No more distance. Speaking of the things we're doing in our lives, yeah. what was your week like, young Sergey? Well, you know, my week was good. I worked most of it. But then uh, Thursday, I decided, hey, it's time for me to take a vacation. It's time for me to relax. So I, I go to Seattle with my friend Justin, and uh, it was a really good time. We had a blast. Um, Seattle is always good. It did rain a little bit, but we Love felt Seattle. Yeah, we felt like we were supposed to be part of Seattle because we didn't even bring an umbrella. We were like, we're just gonna wing it. It's nice. Fine. Yeah. So where'd you stay? We camped. Actually, oh, that sounds horrible. No, it was great. <laughs> we camped on an island too. We were like, let's camp <gasps> okay, on. Okay, maybe island. a little we, good. Okay. Yeah. So oh. it was nice. The beach was great. Oh my um, gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There, there was one time where I accidentally took. Um, an exit off the freeway, and it was bus only, so I got pulled over <laughs> by the police, and the police was like, 
um, you're not a bus. And I said, no, I, I know. And then he was like, so where are you going to? And my response to him was, because it was true, the Lego store. <laughs> and he just laughed and let us go. Oh, my God. I didn't know they had exits just for buses. Yeah, they, they have like two. And uh, of and the you, two, of and you found them. I found them. <laughs> Officer, I'm going to the Lego store. Yeah. It was the only Sorry. exit. Get me there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was confused. Sorry. Seattle is fun. I will say. So you told me you were going to go, and I yeah. and I said, yeah. oh, let me see. I know there's some 18 and over oh, clubs right, in Seattle, yeah. and so I. I get a hold of some friends of yeah. mine who live in Seattle, and he freaks us out. Yeah. He leaves us. <laughs> Apparently, you can leave voicemails on Facebook. Didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So he sent a voice message on yeah. Facebook. And basically, okay, and Andre, one day you'll listen to our show. I yeah. love my friend Andre. <laughs> yeah. He can be a bit negative, but mm-hmm. he also knows what he's talking about, and he's a great guy. I've known him forever, and I love mm-hmm. him to death. He was very serious, and he goes, well, the best thing I can tell your friend is don't go to Seattle. Yeah. And he said there's a lot of yeah. hate crimes going on. Well, you know, I, I researched that before, and I found nothing on the news. I found nothing. I was no like, one, well. It's such a conspiracy. No, he's talking yeah, about. exactly. Now, I know there have been some, like, we do know, of course, the, the of fire course. that was set. I think it was to Neighbors, or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. which was on New Year's Eve. It was. And yeah. that was neighbors. a huge thing. There, there was uh, a shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, the sad thing is, I think we... We just say that's the city. Right. I mean, maybe we accept right. it a little too much. But he had said that there's a lot going on over yeah. there, and so yeah. to be careful. But you guys just kind of went over and had fun. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. and we did go to Capitol Hill, but we didn't go to Neighbors because, you know, their 18 and up hours <laughs> are from 2 to 4. Which is when 18-year-olds are just out there going wild yeah, anyways. Exactly. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. And I don't understand why it's not at the beginning. I know. not 9 to 2, maybe? That'd right. Be good. Maybe. Do, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to say because it does seem like because that's that's past my bedtime. Right, two to four. Two to four. I go Mm -hmm. to bed at eleven. I right. I'm normal. Yeah. Right. So So I think it's funny that it's that week. I'm. It's good. You got home last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a tiring drive. How was your week and weekend? Crazy. Crazy. It was crazy. Mine, as usual, emotional roller coaster because it's not my life. (laughs) Of course. So you know that moment. uh, Mm -hmm. So I have been accused. Plenty of times, like on my Facebook page, yeah, especially. Yeah. I, and I've been doing public stuff, singing and, and acting, all that, right. for 20-something years. And uh, in my concerts, I tend to be very transparent, very honest. So I have been accused of being too honest about a right. lot of things. So because I'm just like, whatever. There's a song by Mary Lambert called Secret, and I live by that, which yeah, is, I yeah. don't care. I'm just yeah. cut it all out. So anyway, so I, that moment where you find out that your ex got married. Oh, is no. the worst, worst moment. <laughs> no. So I find out my, the important ex, the one that, you know, I mean, right. all of them were right. somewhat important. This guy was the ex. So I find out yeah. he got married, and of course, I'm an idiot. I, ha- I even see the picture, and it's just awful. I oh. see the rings. And it's that moment where you go into the tailspin, mm-hmm. let's just be honest, freaking out, yeah. being, you know, oh, it's so, so it was perfect for me because I was ready for an Oscar anyways. Right. And <laughs> so I thought I would just go ahead and turn my performance in early without yeah. the cameras and we'll do it again later. Um, this is why I wrote a sitcom because it was the only way for me to deal with the drama of my life. Right. But, so one of the things, let me tell you the quickest way you mm-hmm. can lose about $240. Is you decide, <laughs> well, I'm not going to let this go beat me, and I'm going right. to go eat everything. Right. I'm going to go be healthy, and I'm going to get back out in the mm-hmm. dating scene, and I'm going to be open to people, you know, trying to be overly uh, <laughs> positive. Right. You're, you're next getting married. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm like, this is not, he's not. Exactly. He's not going to beat me. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, it's a competition. Exactly. No, she better don't. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. No, she better don't. Okay. So, 
so I'm doing all this, so I decide I'm yeah. getting, now, for all you gentlemen out there, I'm getting back on Match.com. Right. It's probably the healthiest site. I've been on a lot of the sites, and a lot of them are awful. Mm-hmm. I've been on Match before. I've had good experiences on Match. Good, good. Going to get back on, right? And okay. I think I'm not clear in my head. Yeah. And so I go on there, and it's like, well, if you sign up for 12 months, it's only $20 a month. And I'm like, I can add $20 a month to my budget. Yeah. Not thinking <laughs> what they're doing is just telling you, look, you can. this is what it'll be in your budget. It's not going to be a big deal, but we're actually going to charge you for all 12 months now. I'm not thinking, so I just hit, I just hit okay. So not, oh no. I just am helping my weekend yeah, yeah, get worse yeah. and worse and worse. <laughs> By spending. I'm like, oh, there's that 240 that I really didn't have in the budget this month. So yeah. yay! <laughs> well, good thing that's we month don't have to eat ends today, <laughs> right? Right. But yeah, always funny. But the positive side, man, mm-hmm. I'm on Match.com. I just want you to right. know. Go so. find me. Let's go on a date. Because mm-hmm. I also went and got my haircut. Mm-hmm. I went. I had a facial. Spend because, more money. Right. Well, yeah. the good thing is <laughs> I worked in a medical spa for years, so I had. Oh, I gave myself the facial. Good. So I had all the products in my bathroom. I mean, I am stocked up. Jonathan, so, you need to give me a facial. Um, I told you that you need to come over and we need to have a, a mask, a mud mask <gasps> night. Okay. Exfoliate. It's the very well, gay night, but it's worth it. how about tonight? Right? Exactly. Yeah. How about just doing that? <laughs> how about right now? We do. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Sorry, we're going off air to do facials. <laughs> right. So <laughs> Join us. All of that. See, Kurt says no. Yeah, Kurt. <laughs> the schmearer is in the house. Well, but anyways. his face extends up too far. <laughs> <laughs> his ball's box. Right? So we are. And so that was my yeah. week and whatever. And people, you really do. I mean, I am worth dating. I'm just saying. Yeah. But oh, yeah. moving on, in studio today, of course, as always, mm-hmm. is Sergey, is Jonathan, and... We do have the fearless Shamirer in mm-hmm. the house. Our uh, our quiet producer he allows oh to speak. He we allow him to speak maybe a sentence a show. Right. Yeah. He might get it's a that. sentence a show. We haven't decided. Yeah. He has to behave. He has to <laughs> <Yes>. behave. <laughs> and Sergey is the one that decides. And so <laughs> yeah. Sergey will never decide no. that, that the Shamirer has behaved. But I will never get written him that right. <laughs> no. But the Shamirer is in the studio, and a lovely, silent, uh, amazing lady, Lara, is also back in the background here. Yeah. Who we adore. <laughs> we when we were at the. Um, the KYRS appreciation yeah. party last yeah. week. We got to hang out with Lara, and she's a lot of fun. She she's also great. was my Facebook buddy yesterday when I was being dramatic. Oh, <laughs> and she was really great at distracting me. So mm-hmm. we were we're mm-hmm. we're distraction buddies. <gasps> Good. I know. You made right? a new friend already. I made, wow. See, I'm all open, and look what happens. It's perfect. It's and it wasn't even Match.com. It wasn't. Wow. I'm, well, she is a woman, so there was well, that problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure. Uh, I think Match.com might fulfill other needs. Yeah. When, when it other kinds of other friends. Right? Other friends. Right. Other nice dates that go to coffee. And if you're lucky, have an amazing kiss because I'm really good. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just Guys, saying. that's right. Is that one of your strengths on your Match.com? I should have put that on there. <laughs> really good at really kissing. Good. I can right. hand your, I can hold your hand gingerly, <laughs> right? I marathon handhold really well. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I've watched Netflix for over forty-five <laughs> hours consecutively. Yeah, just yeah, that's just a fill it up. Yeah, I promise that's not what I do. Oh my god! But I do like that. You're supposed to put your personality in your headline, and mine is definitely there. Yeah, which is five thousand <laughs> things. I'm like. Yeah. I forget I'm saying, like, I love coffee. Oh, wait, I like conversation, too. Good food is helpful. Wait, what are we talking about? Yeah. yeah. That's my headline. Just slightly ADD. Um, a little bit. Yeah. But, so, dating soon. But that's our week. Mm-hmm. Excited to be here. Oh, my gosh, so on much. On this yeah. crisp 
soon to be fall day. <sighs> and uh, we do have some things to talk about, though. Mm-hmm. So before we get into our fun uh, dish this week, we do want to talk about the giveaway we saw. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. And we do have a giveaway for Angela Johnson tickets. And how you can enter those is um, you can send us your information, you know, your name, your number, your email address via our email, which is outspokesman at gmail. Um, or how about Facebook? even outspoken at kyrs.org. Or even that one. That one's a better one. That one's a better or one. Or Facebook is, is an easy okay. one. Yeah, Facebook and Twitter, too. You can yeah. message or tweet on Twitter. Right. Though, don't tweet. That's posting a lot of information right. on Twitter. So, so message. <laughs> um, or or you can do a dragulation because we're still going to open that up for because you. Because that's more fun. It's way more so fun. So we've had we some people them. dragulate themselves, and yeah. I, I think we're going to start posting them because we're going to announce the Angela winner right. next Sunday show. Right. Because it's that week. It's on the 13th. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 13th. It is the 13th. And Sergey and I are going to be there. Oh, yeah. You so guys, is the Schmierer. So you can meet Angela. Well, you can see Angela and yeah. meet us. And wow. meet us. You're going to see Sergey and Jonathan live in person, which is enough for anybody. And enough. the Schmierer will exactly. be there. And then we'll meet Angela for you. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll tell her that you, you look forward to seeing her. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, you wanted to see her, but you just couldn't make it. And we do understand that most shows would let you go behind stage, but we're, we're not most shows. No. <laughs> I know that's ours. Yeah. No. We're going to go beat her. Yeah. But um, so that's coming up. So we're going to be there, but you mm-hmm. should enter to win. So you please go on our should. Facebook page. We have two tickets we're giving away. Mm-hmm. We've had some entries al- already, so you want to throw your hat in the ring. And then... Um, the Schmierer over there can hook you up with two other tickets from Proud Times, which is that awesome online magazine. Yeah. They have two tickets as well. Um, they're not announcing their winner until next week either. Um, so, so, I mean, this is the time. You have two chances two to win chances two to tickets. Win. Rumor wow. has it Lara might have entered. I'm not might. sure. Wow. You have a lot of competition, guys. I know, right? Lara's a big personality. She is. In a tiny right. little package. <laughs> She's the cutest thing ever. You can just put yeah. her in your pocket. <gasps> She's a little She's pocket, like, Laura. You're lucky you're live yeah. on the air. I could kill you. Yeah. <laughs> she probably could. Not gonna lie. She's we can spicy. say anything we want right now. <laughs> She's yeah. spicy. So remember, go enter. Also, do you want to know another way we would love you to enter? During our hot mess Sunday, when mm-hmm. we're going around talking about the dish and all these these stories that we've been right. posting all week on Facebook, so everybody would have an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have something you want to say about it, either go post it on Facebook, or why don't you call in the studio and talk to us? We wow, would love to better. talk to you. And if you do call in today, mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and throw your information into the thing. We'll have the Schmierer will take your info, mm-hmm. um, and then he he will decide if you're worthy of talking to us live on the air. But That's to right. do that, where, where do they call? The number is 509-747-3807. And we would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get past the first rank, um, if, if the yeah. Shemira decides you're not crazy, then we'll talk to you. But we would love your opinions. I do have to give a shout-out to uh, Morgan. And I would say your last name, Morgan, but I'm afraid I will mess it up. Yeah, so just don't say Be- it. Yeah, just, so just B. B. Just Morgan B. B. Um, he's great. He's been f- he is. He's actually on... Um, Queer Sounds. Queer Sounds, mm-hmm. which is on Thursdays at, from 6 to 8 on KYRS. A mm-hmm. lot of fun. That whole show is a lot of fun. That's We've been on there show. before. So, Morgan, if you're listening, maybe you should call in. <gasps> what? I know. Maybe. That's a challenge. That's a challenge right there. Yeah. So, things to look forward to. Now, let's talk about where you can meet the boys. 
Well, there's going to be a lot of places you can meet the boys, and as we mentioned, Angela Johnson is one of them. If you want tickets, at the Fox Theater at the Fox Theater, which is on the 13th at seven. They open the doors at 6:30. Shows at 7:30. There you go. And if you don't win tickets, because, I mean, it is a competition, you also have the chance to see us at the Big Dipper on the 12th. And that's for a benefit for KYRS. Mm-hmm. The, the Bettys are going to be there. Yeah. And Gorilla and Rabbit, yep. which is a, a, a band I hear, is going to be there. And uh, <laughs> we're taking tickets at the door. Yeah. So the boys you are going to be there. All three of us. You can see us there. And also, Siri and I are going to class it up. That's right. We are going to be going to the opening of the Spokane Symphony on the on the twentieth of yeah. September. Yeah. Because and we're going to have Eckhart Preu. Um, we'll have him yeah. correct my pronunciation when he's on. He's going to be uh, on a spotlight segment in this well in That's the very right. near future, and he'll tell us more about how you can go to the kickoff mm-hmm. of the symphony and how you can go there and see Sergey and Jonathan. Being yeah. really classy. And really oh cool. yeah, we're g- we're probably going to be black tie casual. I'm really thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking pretty. Not going to happen for Jonathan. No. <laughs> My neck, kind of like when I tighten around mm-hmm. with the with the shirt, yeah. just it all goes up. Yeah. <laughs> no it's one not, needs that. Not that great. No. Mm-hmm. no, I'm not all out there. And we're heading into the best month in the whole entire world because it's Jonathan's birthday month. <gasps> I just want to say, birthday month. Jonathan, when is your birthday? Yeah. <sighs> It's on, it's on the 24th. Oh, okay. I know. September 24th, beautiful day. My brother's is on the 20th, and he's okay. two years younger than I. But, um, so, he, you know, mm-hmm. you guys out there are like, oh, my gosh, I, I'm such a big fan of Jonathan. Yeah. Maybe I want to, you know, take him to coffee for his birthday. That's okay. But Get a hold it's of me. perfectly fine because he's yeah. on Match.com now. Yeah, Match.com. Maybe We're you love him so much that you want to give him a date <gasps> or a right? boyfriend. See, I'm wow. not too proud to, yeah. you know, <laughs> give myself out there. <laughs> you know, it's all about having no shame. Right, right. Even when I should. It's all about <laughs> Even having no shame. Even when you should. <laughs> Even when maybe I should And see, that's the key, is knowing that you should stop, but you don't stop. No. You just keep going. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love it. Speaking of when we should maybe stop, I think now we're going to uh, take a brief music break. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe you need to know what music that is. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a brief music break, and when we come back, we're going to give away what we all wait for every week, the Crazy Bee Award. That's right. Now, it's there were some nominations this wow. week. Wow. So we have to choose from. Right. We even had someone nominate someone from our listening audience, and um, which was really cool. And so there were actually three nominations all in all. We did pick the winner. Um, but we'll be happy to tell you who the crazy bees of the week are out there. And then later in the hour, in the second hour, we are going to be interviewing uh, the representative from GLAD, Gay and Lesbian mm-hmm. Alliance Against Defamation. They are going to be interviewed by the Outspoken Boys. We're going to talk a lot about who they are, what they re- represent, um, being our PR department That's basically right. for the gay community, mm-hmm. and uh, talking about what stories out there we as the gay community, need to be highly aware of mm-hmm. and the ones that they suggest we really follow. So that's going to be a, a great second hour. Till then, we're going to take a brief break. That's right. And this is going to be Hideaway by Keisha. You are listening to Outspoken on KYRS Medical Lake Spokane. That's 88.1, 92.3 FM. Welcome back. Okay, Sergey and I had a dance break. We sure did. That was, that was a lot of fun. I love I love that song. Love oh dancing to it. I do so want to give good. a shout out to uh, a friend of ours, Jeremy Price Ballou, who is mm-hmm. over at Proud Times. He actually shares music with me a lot during the week. And right. if something right. just really speaks to me, I put it on. So he actually had shared that with me. I love the video to this song. Yeah. I also love the song. Yeah. Yeah. And as you said, it's played. It's played. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, we should write them a letter. Be like, can you play a little less so we can enjoy it a little more? Right. See? That's how it works sometimes. But so much fun. So we danced mm-hmm. to that yep. one. And actually, we're going to play another one Jeremy mm-hmm. shared with us later. But anyways, welcome back to your mm-hmm. Hot, Hot Mess, Mess Sunday. Sunday. Oh, wow. We're in sync. We are. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you hashtag Hot Mess Sunday, we'll be able to see if you have any comments to make. As mm-hmm. always, I'm going to open that up again for you all to, uh, as we're talking, if you have any Opinions mm-hmm. of your own, mm-hmm. um, things that you want to talk about, um, right. opinions about the stories we're talking about, you can call in. That number is 509-747-3807. You will talk to the Shamirer, and he will let you know if you can talk to the voice. But So you have to tell him your opinion first. He'll decide mm-hmm. if it's ready. Mm-hmm. But what do we like to do? We like to give away awards, specifically right? the Crazy Bee Award. Because it's... It's it's a way to lighten up mm-hmm. the crazy oh my things that people say about yeah, the gay ridiculous. community. Ridiculous. Just come on. Right. Come and on. we've had a few um, uh, nominations. Yeah. <laughs> One of them, let's talk about Pat Robertson. Oh, my gosh. Legendary Pat Robertson. Right. 700 Club. Oh, that, Notorious. That show, yeah. I mean, there's so many reasons to nominate him because he's mm-hmm. always, always saying something. Always. All the time. Recently, on the 700 Club, mm-hmm. um... A, a woman wrote in, a stepmom of a 13-year-old boy, right. and said, I don't know what to do. Our thir- my 13-year-old stepson has told me that he has crushes, crushes mm-hmm. on many boys. Right, right. And they didn't know what to do about it. Pat Robertson, in all of his wisdom, <laughs> said that he really feels a lot of the problem is that um, because, and the boy, main custody is with his single mother. Right, right. And so he doesn't, he's not always with his dad and his stepmom. Mm-hmm. Well, the main reason he's gay is because um, he was raised by a single mom. Basically, it's, that's yep. what Pat, Pat Robertson says it on the air, looking right at the camp. Now, he says many crazy things. This is just yeah. the latest. This, Yeah, this is the most recent crazy escapade that he's gone on. But, um, yeah, so if you have a single mom out there and you are a boy, you might be gay. Right? Well, and I just want to say... This is my favorite thing about these people, really, that we always nominate for Crazy Bee, mm-hmm. is they never have any actual facts no. supporting it. Because if you look <laughs> at statistics, it's not going to prove anything about... Right. I know right. plenty of s- very straight men who were raised by single mm-hmm. moms yep. and who are you know just very straight. Exactly. And he's basically exactly. saying the kid does not have enough you know, masculine influence. Right. And it's like, when have... We've been fighting that for decades. Oh, my gosh. And the thing is... What about all the kids that are gay and that were raised in complete, you know, a, a full family? They have a dad and a mom and a lot of masculine influence. Yes. I don't And some I people's moms right. are a lot of masculine influence. Oh, I'm just my gosh. Say. Yeah. <laughs> but right. studies have proven time and again mm-hmm. for as many years back as I can remember that this has no bearing on whether a child is gay. It's the old yeah. argument of nature versus nurture. Exactly. That – and it doesn't matter – what you think people who are going to believe it's all mm-hmm. about nurture are going, they don't look at fact. I mean, let's look right. at this 19 uh, year old kid, that video that went out when he came out to his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, I don't know if you saw it, but CNN got everybody cause it was so ugly. Right. Um, and the woman, the grandmother in it kept mm-hmm. telling, he would start stating scientific fact and she would keep coming back with, well, I don't know anything about that. But I say the word of God says you're wrong. And he's like, well, they've proven <laughs> scientific fact is proven. I don't care about scientific. So wow. the yeah. thing is, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, they exactly. They they don't listen to 
facts proven time time again, but they have a divine connection that they right. That you know they're right. Science doesn't work exactly. For, you know what I mean. You know you can't prove me wrong because it's science. Right. This is God. <laughs> right. So I mean, it just make. I, I I have to say mm-hmm. for wonderful Christians out there who are very supportive and just really open minded. It, right. It's not helping you any. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not making you look good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know that is he. There is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nomination number one. Yep, that's crazy. Number one. Pat Robertson. Our second nomination goes to actually surprisingly ESPN, and uh, you know ESPN usually doesn't doesn't get nominated for Crazy B because they're not that no. crazy. But yeah, surprise. But Michael Sam, so he's a gay NFL player on the Rams, and well, what mm, formerly formerly he was exactly, cut yesterday. He got cut. And so what had happened was um, (laughs) one of their reporters had an entire story that went into his shower um, habits. habits. Yeah. You can watch. You can watch the video. (laughs) We watched. I've seen it, and we watched it again this morning in studio because it's just shocking. Yep. I think the bar is set higher for a national news organization Mm -hmm. To maybe, I mean, it's one thing to not be full on pro gay, and it's another thing yep. to be. What decade are you living in? Yep. There's this. <laughs> there's this reporter, a woman uh-huh. um, reporter, because they made that jump a long time ago. Finally realizing it's not sports is not just a man's game. So you know they're very progressive. Right. Exactly. Here we are. She's talk. She's quoting players. Well, a lot of players are saying that. Um, Michael Sams is very respectful yeah. <laughs> of the guy's time in the shower. And, and <laughs> I don't know if it's because he doesn't want to make us uncomfortable, but he right. waits to take his shower mm-hmm. until, you know, most of – he does wait or whatever until most of the guys are out. And then he comes yeah. in, and he's really shown respect for boundaries in the shower. Why does it matter? What? First of all, as I've said in yeah. studio, I would like to do a story on Michael Sams' shower yeah. habits – with a whole different angle. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the angle I'm not taking is who cares? Who's exactly. wondering? Exactly. You know, that's the most archaic uh, mm-hmm. fight that mm-hmm. some straight men have had in the, in the past, which is um, if I know you're gay, that means I know you're checking me out. Exactly. Like, mm. no, you're wrong. And to use this as an entire story about <laughs> Michael Sam on national television, right? after it was mentioned... The fact that they're going to have cuts, and they're like, well, you know, they're going to be some players cut. So let's look at Michael Salmon, a possible reason for him to be cut because of his shower habits. Let's think about right? that. Right. And then he, okay, so he was mm-hmm. cut later. Yeah. I do not believe, and there's a lot of gay right. organizations coming out and saying it's not a because he's gay. Right. He did actually have some yeah. really good showings, but the NFL made everybody cut their players oh, yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Um, and so he just didn't make the final cut. Exactly. Now, now the Rams have the chance to either, you know, keep him for their practice squad. Right. Or the 31 other teams, something like that, in the NFL can pick him up. Right. Um, I really hope he gets picked up. You know, he's mm-hmm. won awards for his playing, and he, he showed a strong oh, yeah. uh, rookie showing during mm-hmm. practices. So I just have to say, ESPN is, is doing a story on the shower habits, yeah. and a bunch of gay guys are sitting here talking about sports. Sports. Yeah. So, <laughs> Hi. That's when ESP and maybe exactly. needs to check themselves. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, something here is very backwards. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. But, well. So that's uh, nomination number two. And nomination number three, I'm trying to quickly find a mm-hmm. quote. 
Um, this there was another nomination, Jeremy Price Blue. If you're listening and you feel like calling in, uh, this was his nomination to us for mm-hmm. for a crazy bee. And it's I can't ever say the name, but you know who this is. Waka or oh Waka Flocka Waka Flocka. He's actually yeah. going to be at the Knitting Factory in yeah. Spokane. Um, came, came out and made some statements about what he calls unexplainable love, homosexuality, homosexuality on TV, mm-hmm. and the fallout with Gucci Mane. Yeah. Basically, he's spouting a lot. <laughs> Yet again, some crazy B comments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I love it when these people try to speak as if they're an authority. Yeah. <laughs> on gay people. Yeah. When obviously. They either don't know they know gay people or mm-hmm. they haven't taken the time to get to know a gay person Exactly, they're crazy. Well, it was like that time when Eminem, you know, did uh, was very anti-gay and said, well, said something that hurt the gay community. And then he hung out with Elton John for the whole day. Right. And then they had a, a whole concert then together. I, I was going to say, and yeah. then on MTV, they did a performance. Exactly. They did a performance. And yeah, he was like, you Grammys. know, Elton John is a great guy because mm-hmm. he went out and got to know someone who was gay. Right. And I have so, to say, I was one of those guys going... Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> right now. And honestly, on a, on a talent level, on a writing level, mm-hmm. level I really enjoy um, Eminem's talent. But right. I was mad. Right. I was very angry. And to see that Elton John, the queen, yeah. the queen herself, was going to do a, a, a right. song with him, I was kind yeah. of taken aback. But, you know, Eminem, exactly. it proved that he was trying to exactly. be, to that's, move forward. That's how you apologize and say, hey, look, I'm learning. Right. And that's what Waka Flocka needs to do. Um, yeah. Because I'm sorry. I read yeah. that article. And I just yeah. remember. <laughs> he seems like he might be a little. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> he might be a little crazy. Yeah. As allegedly. the lawyers like to tell you to always say. Allegedly. allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be a little crazy. And it makes me sad because uh, I think he's a pretty good looking guy. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And I'm single. And I'm dating. Well, so I thought there might be a chance, Mr. No. Flocka. After after <laughs> those words, Jonathan, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, there's no chance at all. Yeah. <laughs> he is, I won't even look at him. Um, so, yeah. So there's that. But the winner, mm. which Kurt has already put up there for you. Yeah. Um, the winner is on our Facebook page. We give it to ESPN. Yeah. I never would have imagined we would give the Crazy Bee Award to ESPN. I know. Well. And the reason is because Pat Robertson will always and has always said s- stupid, crazy stuff. He's going to get the Lifetime Achievement oh, yeah. Award exactly. for Crazy B. I mean, and we know we'll have oh more We'll have oh more gosh. chances in the future. Yeah. In fact, every week we can just type in Pat Robertson and get a Crazy B nomination. Right? Well, and let's be honest. He's always been crazy, like yeah. we said. And yeah. he's getting really, really, really mm-hmm. old. Yeah. And <laughs> so sometimes you're not sure he's even there. So there's a part of me where we already have a low yeah. level of expectation for Pat Robertson and the 700 Club. Exactly. ESPN, our standards are a little right. higher. Right. And they just surprisingly just mm. not only didn't hit mm-hmm. the standard, but they like dug a hole. Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> because th- there was no excuse. Now, I will say that mm-hmm. ESPN, um, of course, everybody called them out. Glad called them out. And ESPN did of course, apologize right. for their lack of sensitivity right. and for doing a story that was basically, you know, bet, placed mm-hmm. all about showering habits of a gay man in a locker room. It's yeah, just not. It's but what and what gets me is taste. A, a producer had to approve the angle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. they were just like, sure. 
Yeah. That sounds sounds good. So they have mm-hmm. apologized. I will give ESPN that. But the fact that they did it at all, they mm-hmm. had to get mm-hmm. the golden crazy beat. They really do. Yeah. So. so And we do need to give uh, credit where credit is due. Uh, Jay Fuller from uh, oh, Evident 2 Photography is the mm-hmm. one that created that lovely award. So um, we do give credit there. But we will be sending this to ESPN just so That's that right. they, they never forget. Specifically, yeah. we should send it to this lovely lady. The lovely lady who did the story. Right, yeah. ESPN, maybe mm, not, but the lady well, definitely. Mean, yeah, I would, you know, we like to think that women are a little more, tend to be a little more sensitive to our plight. But yeah. Apparently. Not, not today. That wasn't happening. Not today. So, so, and we don't have. Yeah. Well, we'll just do it for you. All right, you ready? Not today, Satan. Not today. All right. So we didn't have the sound bite because we're having issues with the DJ computer, but. Um, there you go. There's the, the crazy beat. Yeah, we were Bianca for you for yeah. just a second. We'll have applause at the next. Yeah, at the next <laughs> time. But um, mm-hmm. outspoken wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the amazing support not only of our listeners but also of the people and businesses in the community who support us. That's right. And outspoken receives support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane. Offering natural light portraits, passport and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures, and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. Thank you to our underwriters. If you would like to be an underwriter of Outspoken, Mm -hmm. which we know you do. Everyone uh, does. You have a business and you want us to, to say your name. Say my name. Say oh, my I knew name. you were going to do that. I knew it. It I was in it. my head, too. I was like, I oh. Um, you can uh, get in touch with us um, uh-huh. here, and we'll get you in touch with the right people, and yeah. you can get on board with that as well. That's right. But now that the crazy bee has been given out, we can get into, into the, the dish. dish. So what do we have going on? All right. So in the dish, our first story is going to be about a church group who is going to be uh, fasting without sacrificing food, which, as we know, fasting <laughs> usually... Implies that you're not going to be eating. I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't even imply it. I'm pretty sure if you look in yeah. the dictionary, <laughs> the, the, the definition. definition. <laughs> yeah, there's no implication. It's it's the meaning. So who is this? What are they doing? Well, um, let's see. There is a church group, and I'm 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 not sure about the name, Jonathan. Oh, <laughs> we're so me. on it. Yeah, but anyways, they're doing a me forty because I don't know either. right. I don't think it actually said in the article, but uh, it was a forty day uh, fasting. And they're going to do it in order to fast against gay marriage. So gay marriage does not happen. So typically, as you and I know, in the church, um, fasting is when you really, really, really want to focus all of your energy on whatever Mm -hmm. topic that you have decided as a church. Exactly. They have come together and they've decided gays are getting a little too big for their britches. And now we're letting them have ceremonies and get married. And so we are going to pray for 40 days and 40 nights. Right. And in order to make your, uh, to even more focus your energy, typically you give up something. So you fast. Yep. Because you make it all about the praying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're saying, you know what? We really believe in this (laughs) kind of a little bit. Kind of a little bit. And we want to give forth some effort. Right. But not too much. Well. So so we're going to change the definition. Of fasting. You know, at least gays are still going to get married and people won't be as hungry as they are. <laughs> because that's really what's going to happen is you could be 40 days hungry or 40 days not hungry. Right. And, I mean, good on them for choosing the not hunger. 
Because. But I don't understand how you could say <laughs> yeah, we're fasting, right? But still eat food. <laughs> it's a Virginia-based family foundation that is uh, notoriously an anti-gay Christian group. Um, then it's coordinating this fasting effort to last right. all through the month of September, right? Because what they're trying to do is influence the U.S. Supreme Court into rejecting same-sex marriage when it hears the first of a series of appeals cases in October. We're going right. to be talking about that a little bit later, but we're finally, the state cases are finally going to be brought mm-hmm. in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. And in October, right. they get to decide if they decide to hear cases, if they're going to hear one or the three that have been brought to them, right. and if they're going to hear it now, or are they going to wait till the end of the term in June to hear these cases? So they're hoping to kind of put a little pressure. Mm-hmm. So they're telling us to join them for 40 days of prayer. Which is so biblical. 40 days. Right. 40 days and 40 nights. Jesus yep. was in the desert. Yep. I went to church. Exactly. Um, and I, yeah, and then I left. Yeah. So <laughs> so they're, they're doing prayer, fasting, and repentance mm-hmm. for marriage from August 27th. So that started a few days ago. Right. Um, through October 5th mm-hmm. when the Supreme Court comes down. Right. So it's going to culminate on October 5th, just before the court begins their session. So. All right. And Outspoken is going to have a barbecue, meanwhile, so all of you <laughs> non-fasters can come and but feast. But no, apparently, if you would like to feast in honor of gay marriage, right. you can come to the barbecue anyways. Right, exactly. And we'll ha- <laughs> we will eat. That and then we just won't, and we'll just call it fasting. Yeah, because <laughs> they left let out a statement saying we are asking the entire body of Christ to join us for this feast. Giving up physical food isn't necessary. Just nope. so y'all know, yeah, this is in the quote. But feeding on the spiritual food provided is vital. So here's the thing: you're saying mm-hmm. you're saying it's a fast, but you're telling people right. they don't have to give up physical food, um, but they should eat a lot of Bible reading. What you're basically saying is, let's just pray. They should call it 40 days of just prayer. Why, why can't they do that? Yeah, why didn't they just do that? They had to put in fasting. I'm just going to say, now I can make fun of them for, right. forever. Right. Because, yeah, you should have just said, we're going to have a prayer meeting. Yeah. Um, instead, yeah, you're going to say, meeting. yeah. Exactly. So we're going, so I agree with, um, well, I agree with Sergey. I think yeah. we need to have a, a fasting barbecue. Yes. And I need to say, I have had 38 years of experience fasting. Yeah, because apparently I have fasted every day of my life yeah. because I just ate like <laughs> a just normal human being. Yeah, so yeah. it's not so necessary to not. They, that's a little weird. So that's a fun little story because yeah. people are crazy, <laughs> as we are learning. But um, there's also Sergey. Okay, so we share these stories <laughs> with each other to talk about some of the things that go on around the world. Yeah, there's and some I interesting just want to say, and then when I put them in an agenda, I like to give them fun little headlines. Yeah. <laughs> so the next thing we're going to talk about is something that happened in Australia oh, recently. My and my headline is, the importance of listening, colon, ignoring the word no might get your penis bit off. This is true, because <laughs> here is a story. Now, everyone's probably like, that was, what? what how right? does that tie together? Well, here's how. Um, allegedly, well, actually, no, very truly, um, down in Australia, down in the land down under, um, there was a man uh, who went to a gay club, and, you know, after a few drinks, they... They got back to their, ha- uh, yeah, to their they place. They hit it off. Yeah, they're just going to have a fun time. And then one of the men um, decides to f- force him into sex. Yeah, Basically they don't rape him. Yeah, they the guy wanted to get to know this guy. Exactly. But he Take it slow. didn't want to go mm-hmm. further. Yeah. The other guy thought, but I really, really do. Right. 
And so did the horrible thing, not to make light of rape, but I do want to say in the gay community, rape does happen a lot more frequently than we talk about. And there's statistics out there because most men are too afraid to – they're too embarrassed to say Mm -hmm. that some – but this guy wanted to force oral sex. Exactly. Yeah. So he forced the guy to have, you know, him in Mm -hmm. his mouth. Yep. And the other guy's like, really? Yeah. I've said no three times. Yeah. And – now then I'm gonna he just you know decided to a lot use a lot of teeth. Yes, use a lot of. I don't. There was he, a he bit lot down of on blood. His penis, yes. Yeah. So what's scare? What's kind of weird is mm-hmm. there is a law, and I'm th- it might be in the U.S. I'm sorry, I'm not a, a expert. I'm not a lawyer, but yeah. in Australia there's a law. They so the guy who was attacked mm-hmm. is suing, obviously, mm-hmm. and so his lawyer has said, you know what, we need to have a physical examination. Right. Of this guy's private area so that there is proof that it's going to be there. There's already been 24 hours had passed by the time they had asked for this. Um, And Australia, you have to allow the person seven days before they can be examined. So, of course, the the guy's lawyer who is suing him is Mm -hmm. saying, that's eight days of healing. We want to prove that this happened. I do. I will say this. What came into my mind was there's going to be sc- you oh, yeah. get your penis that, half bitten that off does not and, heal that and they're not going to be scars right even if it miraculously healed in seven days yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to see some mm-hmm. teeth marks oh yeah you yeah. know well there's there's a way to prove it I'm sure I'm sure it's not going to be fully functional how can that possibly happen remember the Lorena Bobbitt story which mm-hmm. was way back I think early 90s mm-hmm. maybe maybe late 80s I'm pretty sure early 90s um, <laughs> where she cut off her husband's penis, John Bobbitt, mm-hmm. and threw it in a field. And they were able to find it and reattach mm-hmm. it, and it sort of worked. Sort Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, I mean, but all I got to say, boys, yeah, fun is fun, and if it's both consensual, you know, be safe, but have fun. But exactly. I'm sorry, if one of you says no, it's Stop. really important to practice listening. Yeah. I'm Otherwise, just, you might not be able to practice anything because <laughs> you won't right. have your penis. Right. So no means no. Yeah. And uh, no, when you think means yes, might equal you were castrating. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Except that I know is a little lower than just the penis. But still, yeah. <laughs> you're getting th- some things taken away that yeah. you might want to keep. So yeah. I don't know. I found that funny and, and, and not funny all in one. Exactly. It was kind of interesting. That's but all I have to I'm say. I'm pretty sure dude's going to win his lawsuit. I'm just oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, this is a, a huge story down there. Well, it is a huge story, and it's also important because as all the laughter mm-hmm. and everything that we're having is is fine. But remember, rape is real. Even, it's very real, yeah. Even with guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard uh, a cop in Seattle actually say to someone, you're a man. You could have gotten up at any time. So, And given that was years ago yeah. um, about that story. But, you know, it's yeah. still out there. Exactly. We still have to change. Exactly. People have very defined perceptions of gender mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um it can happen oh, to yeah. anyone so have your it's mace ready know yeah. the guy before you decide to go Absolutely. back to his apart- exactly. i know some guys are very charming mm-hmm. i'm very charming yeah. but i'm also <laughs> harmless so yeah um remember harmless. that you are a butterfly i i am I fragile am very, little flower i'm a rose yeah so I have to be – I'm. there's gardeners and there's roses in relationships. Yeah. And it's just very important that I let everybody know I am the rose. Yeah. And you, you are need, the gardener. You need to be well kept. I do. I need to be well kept. Um, so we were talking a little bit ago mm-hmm. about the Supreme Court 
Right. And about these cases that, you know, we, when we had uh, Mark Solomon from mm-hmm. uh, Freedom to Marry on, mm-hmm. we talked a lot about, like, Justice Ginsburg and what she had right. to say about when will the Supreme Court take up the fight mm-hmm. for marriage equality? When will they make a, a sweeping judgment that just calls off all of these right. nitpicking it state by state until we realize there's a law of the land? Yeah. Um, well, the day is probably coming sooner than we have been making great strides. There is, mm-hmm. uh, as of that interview, there were 19 states. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's more, and we are one of them. We were the second one to have a voter. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah yep. to have it, the, the ban on gay marriage voted down by actual voters. Yep. By the now, people. By the people. Now, there's three. Oklahoma mm-hmm. is one of them. Mm-hmm. My friends in Tulsa, my friends down at the Tulsa Equality Center, Oklahomans right. for Equality, I love them dearly. They are on the front lines of this. Their case is going in front of the Supreme Court mm-hmm. saying you need to take us. Utah is going up in front of the, the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I want to say Colorado. I would need to see. I need to look at, at those notes. But there's three states who are mm-hmm. saying, listen, our cases are the best to go up. And the Supreme Court in October right. gets to decide. Right. Are we going to go ahead and listen to the fight for gay marriage and make these rulings? Mm-hmm. You know, they did uh, do the Prop 8 ruling. They made it a very specific ruling to California yeah. because they didn't. They wanted to leave it in the state's hands. Right. But even Justice Ginsburg said in her interview that she knows the day is probably going to come mm-hmm. where their mm-hmm. hands are going to be forced and they're going to need to discuss it. Here's the right. time. Now we wait and we find out. Do they agree to listen to all three cases? Do they agree to just one of those mm-hmm. cases? Mm-hmm. Or do they say, no, we're not going to listen to it all? Right. And then when are they going to listen to it? So this exactly. is a big deal for us. We are on the threshold. Right. And it's it's honestly just about waiting. It's about the timing of it because w- eventually it's going to happen. They're going to have to listen to it. There's going to be more cases. I mean, now that almost every single state has has been touched by this, you know, you – Obviously, it's gonna it's it's heading in that direction. So they might as well just do it now in I, October. I listen really, to all three qu- cases. Right? I really feel like she even said in her interview yeah. that yeah. Um, the Supreme Court, although doesn't make these these moral decisions mm-hmm. lightly, when the culture of the time around them is changing, exactly. they need to react to that change. Right. And I really feel like we are at as uh, Mark Solomon said in our interview, mm-hmm. we're at critical mass. We there are enough of these uh, states right. falling to support gay marriage that we've hit this critical mass point, mm-hmm. and it's time to just say when even there's laws in the federal government now. Exactly. Yeah. It's time to say this is how the U.S. as a nation mm-hmm. is going to move. So now, given the Supreme Court definitely does not have a bunch of liberal justices, there are definitely right, right. Um, people on the Supreme Court who. Mm-hmm. don't tend to be very liberal but they're there to try to be unbiased they're there exactly. to exactly. to uh, push the culture forward and here we go right a judge a judge should never vote or make a decision based on their party based on their affiliation yeah they should always be constitutional yeah, and there's uh, a reason why a, a judge doesn't have a party they don't talk exactly. about you know exactly um, but we talk about it in uh, in politicians all the time oh, yeah. you should vote your conscience you very much you should, should not vote party lines and yeah. typically what we run into, which is why there's all of these stopping of the government mm-hmm. all the time, is because people vote a party line. Very exactly. few people tend to get out because there's a lot of consequences for a politician if they mm-hmm. do. So here we go. In October, we're going to find out just how yeah. close yeah. we really are. Each of these states has 
said in their argument, mm-hmm. I was reading their arguments um, yesterday, they put forth a case about why, even if there's only one chosen, why theirs is the best. Right. Um, Tulsa is, is a really strong component because all that it's dealing with is the um, the 14th Amendment and the constitutional right, yeah. legitimacy. Yeah. And there's no other little uh, details in the law that are making it murky in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It would be a – they're saying it's basically a clear-cut case. Honestly, as much as I love Oklahoma, I just want a state. Oh, yeah. Would love all three. Right, right. Just a state to get us in front of the Supreme Court. Because as soon as it goes federal, as soon as it goes national, it's going to – it's really going to kick well, off. As long it's as – as soon as they fight. make – a sweeping judgment mm-hmm. that becomes the law of the land. Exactly. Then we can move forward. Exactly. It would be a huge victory. So, you know, yeah. I find it interesting. In November, Mark Solomon's book comes out because he's been involved in this case since, or not this case, been involved in right. the yeah. the fight for marriage equality since before Massachusetts, which was our first state, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, since before 2004. So he has a book coming out in November, and I'm excited to read it. It'll be very interesting because it's perfect right. timing. If the Supreme Court decides to take up these cases, that mm-hmm. book comes out. We're getting uh, Mr. Solomon back on, um, right. and we're going to yeah. read this book. This is, you know, when... When I pitched this specific show way back in mm-hmm. last year, it was – and I said in my pitch that we are at this perfect time in history mm-hmm. that we sit mm-hmm. on the sidelines and are watching things happen faster oh, and yeah. faster every day for the LGBT community. Um, yep. This is the time. And so this is one of those moments uh, where we have a very privileged and very close seat. Now, it's, it's of course, mm-hmm. it's scary. Um, but – you know, we oh, yeah. have to we have to yeah. move forward. So. And I mean, here comes the USA. And as and as soon as that happens, you know, we can start focusing a lot more on international because there's a lot, a lot of things that can well, happen internationally. As not well. only that, but I agree with you. We watch Russia very yeah, close. We watch very close. We watch Uganda, of course, oh, with yeah. everything happening there. But at the same time, this is one fight of a big fight. Oh, my gosh. There's, yes. um, there's so many. It fights, will help yeah. a lot. But there's there's fights for adoption. There's, yeah. you know, there's our equality in states for protections mm-hmm. of us in the workplace, in the private oh, yeah. sector. There's a lot uh, going yeah. on. And later we're going to talk to GLAD because it's their, their mission that they bring mm-hmm. us these stories into the mainstream right. media and they help us understand right. it. So very exciting. Then we have something that Brad Creeley actually brought up to us um, mm-hmm. a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, it's the criminaliz- criminaliz- criminalization of HIV. That's a really well hard done. word for me to it say. It is criminalization. Yeah, that, wow, that's a lot. I of know. When you're, it's, yeah, I'm like, it's too early yeah, exactly. to say that. But Brad Creeley right. was mentioning this to us. Right. So we have a California man. Um, his name is Thomas Guerra. Who is 29? Um, he's also known as Ash- Ashton Chavez, uh, due to appear on a San Diego court. Um, so essentially, he uh, did not disclose that he was HIV positive, mm-hmm. and then um, he he gave HIV to a man, and now he is being uh, charged as um, I, I as I a forget, criminal. Yeah, as a criminal. I forget what. I believe it's what, a felony. You can go to um, jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And the can. scary part is he's it's not only as this case progresses, you know, we talked to Brad about it and he talked about how right. in most of the states in the nation, there are these archaic laws on the books that you um, have to disclose your HIV yeah, status. That yeah. now given we're not saying even Brad was saying we're not saying that yeah. you need to go out and and do this in a criminal way, which mm-hmm. is with the intent right. of spreading this disease. Exactly. But at the same time, as Brad told us. 
if you are just kissing hot and heavy, you're really mm-hmm. into a guy, mm-hmm. you didn't even have sex, you can be charged exactly. by that person. If they find out later that you are HIV positive, but yet you did nothing but kiss, they can still charge you for right. endangerment. Exactly. exactly. This man is actually being charged with uh, quite a few counts because mm-hmm. they're going back and finding other people he had dated or he had made mm-hmm. out with. And they're adding those counts exactly to the list. It's a very slippery slope when you make it about, not about intention, and you make it mm-hmm. about HIV status. Right. I mean, it is the criminalization of HIV. Brad Crelia, who is part of hipster.com, mm-hmm. um, he has been fighting this for a long time. He, he found out at age 23 yeah. that he yeah. was HIV positive. He is 29 now. P.S. Happy birthday to Brad. His birthday was on the 29th. He had mm-hmm. his golden birthday, 29 and 29th. But he has spent his, you know, youth, his 20s right. fighting because of things like this that I guarantee mm-hmm. you until he mm-hmm. walked in our studio, me as a gay man, I didn't even know. Exactly. Yeah. That that was a problem. of HIV. That was. You can't be so broad. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You have to be so careful because you're messing with people's lives. It's true. Yeah. yeah. You really have to define it down to the T mm-hmm. when it comes to this. And isn't it also my responsibility when mm-hmm. I'm out there that if I choose to have sex with someone, exactly. that I protect myself as well? Yeah. So, yes, it takes two to tango. But if you're putting it all on them and without any other information, mm-hmm. all you have to know is that they were HIV positive. I don't even have to test positive. If I felt yep. endangered, I can now, you know, force the yeah. issue and, and exactly. file charges. I mm-hmm. think this is, we need to look at, these laws seem really, really archaic. Exactly. You know what I mean? They really do. Yeah, they, well, especially Otherwise, that the people who are writing the laws don't have all the facts about this. You know, they mm-hmm. don't see it. They just, okay, yeah. we'll throw that out there. And can we also mm-hmm. do charges if someone gives you syphilis? Or exactly. if someone gives you, I get it that these diseases yeah. can be treated. But the fact is, you gave me an STD. Yeah. So now I'm going to sue you. And exactly. I'm going to try. And I'm, you know, there's always an angle. But I just think it's important that we talk about that more and that we look at the laws mm-hmm. and that we are aware there's people like brad and hipster.com out there because right you know maybe we don't know all the things we need to know we try to push really hard on this show to realize that mm-hmm. we need to know the laws mm-hmm. that are out there to protect us question mark maybe um and to know who represent us which is exactly. part of why we have our interview in just a few minutes but anyways those are your crazy dish uh people you can call in during that first hour we're going to mm-hmm. start pushing mm-hmm. that more and more um but now we're gonna take a brief break because we we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk to uh actually i even have a name right now we're gonna talk to the new the director of news from glad his name is ross murray and he's gonna be on the air with outspoken and um i actually believe that that kurt is talking to him right now but before that we're gonna take a brief break That's and right. sergey what are we gonna do we are going to listen to a little bit of love by cherry cherry boom boom you are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. And I just have to say I love saying their name, and that was Cherry Cherry Boom Boom. Cherry Cherry Boom Boom. It's, there's a song that has that in it, and I forget what it is, but I just love that part of the song. So right, yeah. <laughs> Cherry Cherry Boom. <laughs> Welcome back to Outspoken. We just finished our first hashtag Hot Mess Sunday, That's the right. dish hour, and so had a lot to talk about. Remember, in the future... We do want to encourage you to call mm-hmm. in and be part of that conversation. Uh, Sergey and I would love to hear from you and to decide if we think you're right or wrong. That's right. And yes. maybe you are, maybe you're not. We want to pretend like we're the Supreme Court. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> we will decide. We we yeah. are the, we to <laughs> quote a past politician, we are the decider. So that would be George W. Bush. So now we are going to be having here in just a minute, we're going to be having the director of news mm-hmm. for Glad, Ross Murray, is gonna be joining us. And as always, he's gonna be part of our segments of talking about who are the organizations out there that represent us? Um, who are they? What is their mission? Mm-hmm. What, how can we learn more about them? Exactly. And how can we help? You know, yeah. there, there's a lot of fighting going on out We've there. We've been hearing about GLAD for decades. Oh, yeah. It's in our, I think, our LGBT right. conscious, conscience, conscious, conscious. <laughs> but um, we want to know more because a lot of times we don't understand and maybe we're not really clear on it all. But we are going to have uh, Ross Murray on, and we're going to talk to him about GLAD and all the great work that they do for us in the LGBT community. Ross, are you on the air? Um, hi. Nice to, nice to talk to you. Great Hello. to talk to you as well. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday morning. You're over on the East Coast, right? I am. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the afternoon time. I was going to say, not Sunday. it's not even right. Sunday morning yeah. for us, but <laughs> we're just a hot mess. So, <laughs> well, thank Feels you. like it on a long weekend. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's the best kind. Um, thank you so much again for joining us. Mm-hmm. We just want to let you know a little bit. Outspoken is an LGBT talk show here in the great Northwest in mm-hmm. Spokane, Washington. And we have been doing a lot of segments talking to the community here about knowing the organizations that are out there speaking for us, helping us, and understanding those organizations. So we're so thrilled that GLAD has chosen to be on mm-hmm. the show. So thank you for that. Well, wonderful. It's really good to be talking to you, too. I'm really excited. Awesome. My, my partner grew up in Spokane and still has some family out in the area. Oh, that's no awesome. way. Okay, wow. so that means yeah. next time you guys are in the area, right. we expect you in studio. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we'll do an in-studio thing next time. I All love right. it. Perfect. So basically, we're uh, just a couple of regular mm-hmm. guys in Spokane, yeah. and so that's kind of how we're approaching you to kind of, it's kind of like a 101 that we want to talk to you about. Before mm-hmm. we get into the important news stories that you guys uh, talk about. Can you first tell us what you do in GLAD? Sure. So my job title is I'm the director of news at GLAD, mm-hmm. and that means that a lot of my work has to do with reporters and journalists and producers, um, kind of both on a national level and then with a lot of local news outlets mm-hmm. to help make sure that the coverage and the stories of LGBT people are being told in a way that is fair and is accurate and inclusive. Um, it also means that I end up working with organizations, and um, I'm putting air quotes up, real people, uh, yeah. to be able to tell their story in a significant way so that we can draw attention mm-hmm. to a story like employment non-discrimination or marriage equality or bullying so that it's through the lens of a real person who can talk about their life and experience, which usually is way more powerful than, say, me talking about you know, statistics or trends. You actually get someone's viewpoint. And so trying to connect those two, those people with those stories, to connect them to journalists who have a way of telling those stories. And, and, and if the journalists you know, don't do it well, how do we do something that helps to make it better? How can we make this an educational moment? Um, that's, that's a lot of what I spend my time doing at Glad. Now, with so many, that's got to be, first of all, you just said a whole lot of, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of work. Just hearing you and knowing mm-hmm. what, you know, what we know just on a basic uh, local level, that's a lot of work dealing it, with, it because there's, there's so many stories out there. Mm-hmm. It, there is. And I think, I think part of what's really important is, one, kind of staying on top of, you know, what are the trends um, what are the stories that are breaking? And then, you know, mm-hmm. how do we match what's happening in people's lives with 
um, you know, what the media is really noticing and, and caring about, too. And part of it is making the media care uh, sometimes, right. um, and sometimes it is helping to reframe or reshape a story. But I have a really good team that I work with. Um, the overlap at GLAD between me on the news side and the people on the entertainment side um, mm-hmm. and a, a group of people that I have working under me has all been really incredible, and that, that really helped. And we all have different kind of expertise topic areas, so we have a certain focus on things. Um, sure. I've got a couple coworkers uh, that focus um, – the large majority of their time on transgender people and transgender stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got someone else who's been doing a lot with families um, and with couples. Um, we work a lot with Spanish language media outlets. We work um, somewhat with black media outlets. Um, and part of my area is kind of this like main breaking news. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have mm-hmm. a background in religion and in youth. So those are things I tend to take on. Wow, that's very interesting. That's a lot of that's a lot of good work. So Glad's a big organization that's doing a lot of work right now. Um, where did it you know get its start? Where how did that form? Sure. Um, well, Glad is a uh, it, Glad started in 1985, mm-hmm. uh, and it started in New York City at the height of the AIDS crisis. And because the news coverage of AIDS at that time was horribly defamatory. Um, mm-hmm. Some outlets would use these slurs to describe these gay men who were dying of an illness. And so right. really started as trying to have a reaction um, and to try to get people to do better coverage. And at roughly about the same time in Los Angeles, there was a group of people that really wanted to work to help make the entertainment industry more LGBT inclusive. Um, and so mm-hmm. they kind of started as separate things and came together to form what is um, present-day GLAD. Uh, and glad today we're not a gigantic organization. We're only about 30 employees, um, oh, wow. but work a lot and rely on you know uh, volunteers, people that are out there, people who are seeing and knowing what's going on in their sure. local news and in their local stories. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then how to like help use the relationships and the power and the leverage we have in the media to help make those stories bigger or better or more inclusive or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, would you consider yourself, and you're like, as part of the LGBT community here, you're like our watchdog organization. Is that like, yeah. a, like our well, own personal we, PR firm? <laughs> yes. Actually, we, we do. We call ourselves like the PR for the LGBT movement. Um, we've called ourselves a watchdog organization. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of all of those things. And I think what's funny is that there's a time – you know, Glad used to be very watchdog. Like, you know, mm-hmm. someone would say a slur, and then, like, we'd get, um, you know, we'd, we'd, like, swoop in and do, and do and say something about that. Now what we've been trying to do, fewer and fewer people are saying outright slurs. Um, it still does happen, and there's some mm-hmm. slurs that are more common than others. Um, and But what we often do is if someone does or says something, like, how right. do we make this a good learning opportunity? It's not just right. about us getting angry at them for doing something, saying something that, that's harmful or framing a story in a bad way. It really is like, how do we educate this? And being able to use that to say, well, let's have a meeting and let's talk about the bigger issues of coverage of LGBT people. How do you know, you know, how do you know the way that you frame this actually humanize it? And how do we make sure that we can, can focus on things in a way that really do honor people as people? Right. right. Now, you you mentioned you mentioned a few things there that kind of made me think. So you do you like you mentioned transgendered, and I know that mm-hmm. um, it was a few months back. There was a whole uh, logo controversy with RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the mention of transgender uh, slurs, and then of course there were some Gabrielle Sidibe was was you know also called on that. 
Do you join forces with someone like the National Alliance for Transgender Issues? Do you join forces with these organizations to to help them? Because I know you had sent a Glad had sent out a notice to RuPaul to talk about it as well. Do you join with these organizations and kind of try to help with that education? Yeah, we we do do we really do partner a lot with other organizations, and especially in the transgender front, that's one of those areas that we've done quite a bit with. Now, um, often if it's like kind of solely a media focus, that's something that we work on, and and the folks that um, that, uh, that that work on RuPaul's Drag Race, those are um, is a same team that's done a lot of other LGBT inclusive stuff that we've worked with, so we have relationships there, which make talking to them about them about this a little bit easier um, because it's a pre-established relationship. You know, it, it's harder for me mm-hmm. to kind of cold call someone sure, <laughs> and they sure. don't know who I am or who Glad is. Um, but right. when the relationship's there, it makes it much easier to say, like, here's what's, here's what's helpful. Right. Um, and being able to see um, Drag Race make some of the changes they made, I thought was, was helpful. And, and I think that there's, that there's still further um, discussion, conversation, there's further they can go with that. Um, mm-hmm. I think an even better example, last summer when um, – when Chelsea Manning came out mm-hmm. and announced that um, that she was transgender, that she wanted to be referred to by female pronouns, that she yeah. wanted to be um, referred to as um, as Chelsea, um, that was something where we got on a call with a lot of um, transgender organizations because it was a really big, complex story. This is about mm-hmm. a person that's about the use of names and pronouns and what's appropriate to call them. Um, it was a story about transgender people in the prison system. It was a story about transgender people in the military. And then beyond that, we noticed it was a story about transgender people in the military prison system, which is something right. completely different, too. Right. So, like, something like that was sort of a divide and conquer. Like, you are experts in this area, you're experts in this area, you're experts in this area. Let's all focus on the areas that we're, that, that we're good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do you find that, you know, as you are, you guys have to, I can't believe there's only 30 of you because I feel like you have enough for 100 people to have to do this, but as you look at all the different things that go on in media every day, do you find that right now within the LGBT rights movement that transgender issues are so, I mean, they are really making some headway and are really making a lot of headlines. Do you find that you're going to, you have to get in that a lot because, I mean, that is... There is such more firm footing now and more uh, people coming out every day as transgendered. Do you feel that GLAD is needing to maybe step up that side? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's something a couple years ago that that we um, – it's something – GLAD have been working on transgender stories for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And a couple years ago, like, really made a public, like – declaration of like this is going to be something that we are going to give a focus and a priority to um because and we've recognized too like the transgender movement is probably where like the gay and lesbian movement was about 20 years ago exactly um and and if you kind of remember 20 years ago how people would talk about gay and lesbian folks and we've largely gotten away from that which Mm -hmm. has been really helpful Mm -hmm. um and i think there's just a lack of understanding and visibility about transgender people about right now um, roughly about three quarters of people say that they know someone who is gay and lesbian, um, mm-hmm. and about nine percent of people say they know someone who's transgender. Um, right. So there just there isn't that visibility, and now we've had folks that really have stepped into that visibility and like really positive role models like um, Laverne Cox and Carmen right. Carrera and Janet Mock, mm-hmm. um, and and I think that's been really helpful. Um, but I also remind people increased visibility also means mm-hmm. sort of like an increased. Um, targeting, and so you also see some really horrible backlash kind of stuff, and I think that's also going to be really important for us to address and to move through as quickly as possible. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think, I mean, right now that really is, I mean, thank God that our movement uh, on the gay and lesbian side is moving and the bisexual side moving forward. But transgender is really, I think it's great that you mentioned that we've mentioned it before, mm-hmm. that they are really now where we were 20 years ago. And so they need all this support. We need to give them the support. But I still think it is a public the public is still back where we were back then, harder to pull along. You know, we had Mark Solomon on from Freedom Freedom to Marry, and he said something that really goes along with what you've been saying. And he said the most important thing we can do for gay marriage is really a lesson we can use for all of our rights, mm-hmm. which is putting the human face on the issue. And that's really what you guys focus on. Exactly. It, it really mm-hmm. is about having a narrative that makes sense and that people can relate to and sort of like, uh, I'm from the Midwest, and so I sort of imagine these folks like hearing a story of what someone's gone through and sort of like, sounds like clutching their pearls and like, oh my goodness, I could never imagine that happens to anyone. And and to say like, no, this actually does happen. Um, I think one of the examples we've seen for that, for like employment non-discrimination, most people Mm -hmm. actually believe there is a federal law that makes it illegal to fire someone for being gay or for being transgender. Um, And they don't realize that in a vast majority of states that there is no federal law, and in the vast majority of states there is no law protecting someone. And they, right. they think that it, it exists, and they think that we actually have more protections than we do. And I think right. one of the things I wanted to do is sort of lift up and tell the story. Like, no, mm-hmm. people do actually get fired because someone has seen a photo of their uh, partner on their desk mm-hmm. or because mm-hmm. someone um, has transitioned on the job. Uh, you know, these are things that do still happen to people, but no one actually knows that until it's it's brought to their attention. Right. And you say that you work, these stories that you're bringing to, to the public's attention, you say that you work a lot with national as well as local um, media outlets like, you know, like ours. Do you find a different strategy between like a, a national organization like CNN and some of the local outlets that you have to, to work for? Do you think that it's different in the smaller communities than the tactics you would take for the national? Um. In some ways, and, and part of it depends on what the story is, I feel like as much as I want to come up for, with, like, a playbook or, like, a standard operating procedure, I feel like every situation feels so different um, that we really have to customize to that story. I would love to make a lot of local stories national mm-hmm. uh, and to have more people notice what is happening in cities and states across the country. Um, and part of it is trying to, you know, I think it's great when I can get some good local coverage, but I really want that to bubble up so more people can see what's happening in a particular city. And so I do kind of think of that two-pronged approach there of trying to really focus on and make sure that the local news outlets are telling the story correctly, but that other people can pay attention to it too. And maybe with a CNN, it's just something that they're going to mention on one of those news mm-hmm. magazine shows, and it'll be right. like a two-minute segment or a five-minute segment. Um, but I think that sort of thing really, really helps. Yeah, and I mean, like back in June, one of the big stories that you guys helped get the word out for was a story that I think picked up a little more traction than just a mention, which was Jason Hanna and Joe Riggs out of Texas, the two gay men who had the two biological babies that they were not allowed to put their their name on the birth certificate how do you choose where do you stumble across you know this story or not stumble it was probably you know you found the story or it was brought to you that this you're going to push because it really did connect with people that these uh-huh. two men i mean it's their child mm-hmm. so how do you choose these stories and then i mean if you have an update on that one would love that as well but how do you choose these stories that you try to you know push the face 
into the the national spotlight. Right. Uh, what what really is the case, and and mm-hmm. and Joe and Jason were were definitely one of these two. You're right. We we see, and we actually we run across a ton of stories. And part of it is really kind of figuring out, like, what's something that's going to help move and change the culture? What, how can I apply this particular story to a much larger conversation that's still ongoing? And then another part of it really is, like, who can be a really good spokesperson to help tell this story? Um, you know, we don't just put people up. Um, on national news, we work with them beforehand. We make sure that they know how to tell their story. Um, one of the things I do a lot is helping people to think of what's the best way for you to be able to talk about what's going on in your life that's going to make people understand it and is going to communicate your story the best. And and part of that is also helping them to realize the things that they want to say are not necessarily the same thing that the reporter wants to tell the story. Um, And sometimes it's a little bit, how do I make sure that I'm getting the points that are important to me across instead of just answering the questions that are being asked of me and then having the story be something else and not have it really be my story. Right. Um, And so we do a lot of work with them to help them to be able to share that. Um, And and some stories take off. Joe and Jason were certainly one of those. And I know, you know, they stepped, they had to step back because they were still in a legal process. Um, And and I don't have a great update because that kind of legal process has been ongoing for them. And but that's also been the case. If you recall, a couple of years ago, um, Glad's been working for a couple of years now on the Boy Scouts and their mm-hmm. ban on gay scouts and gay leaders. Yes. That really started because an individual mother was kicked out of her um, her son's troop because she was gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and she could tell her story in a really good, compelling way um, mm-hmm. and to say, I really just want to be a part of my son's life. And this is why I decided to lead this, this troop. Um, and then you know, getting kicked out for really no reason whatsoever. And that's really what ignited the whole Mm -hmm. Boy Scout story. Mm -hmm. And I think it's people like Joe and Jason and like this mother, Jennifer Terrell, who have done a really good job of highlighting an issue that people don't think about every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's the the old fight about how we always say most Mm -hmm. people don't understand, like, when we wanted to, you know, gay people want to get married and they didn't understand that it was more than just the beauty of the right to be able to celebrate love publicly – but it was all of these other things that affect you as a married, legally married couple. And mm-hmm. you're right. People, you know, unless it's brought to their attention, a lot of times we don't understand. We've been talking a lot about um, the criminalization of HIV mm-hmm. and all the laws yeah. out there and what's going on in mm-hmm. California. And it's a lot of it is even as a gay man, until we had someone from hipster.com on, I wasn't aware. So it's exactly. bringing these stories to the public that mm-hmm. helps us educate ourselves. So things like um, Jennifer and like Joe and... Jason, do they bring their stories to GLAD, or how does GLAD find these stories? Um, it's actually both. So there is a section on our website. If you visit glad.org, um, besides seeing a lot of our news and our blog and the stuff that we're working on, the stories that we want to highlight, um, there is a, there's a, a link on there that says um, uh, report an incident. Um, and there's a couple things that you can report to us. One is I've seen an instance of a really bad story or if someone, you know, doing or saying something, something bad. That's sort of like the intervention part. Right. Um, another option is tell us your story. Like, communicate to me the stuff that's going on in your life. And I get those, and I read them, and I take a look at them to sort of hear, like, oh, I was fired from my job after my employer saw um, a photo of me and my husband, you know, at our wedding. Um, mm-hmm. Or, you know, this 
bullying happened to my, my child at school, like those sort of stories, people can submit them to us. And then we're doing a lot of monitoring of news and seeing what's happening out on social media, um, on local stories. And then, you know, besides just sort of like noting that it happens, like our, often we try to reach out to the individual involved and mm -hmm. to say like, is there more that you want to do with this? Do you think this is something that could go bigger? And sometimes that happens for folks as they want to be able to do more. Um, and helping us working with them to help them figure out, if, you know, if it's good for them um, and if they are going to be helpful and good for the overall movement, I think, is, is, is really what we do. So it's really both us finding stuff, mm -hmm. us reaching out to people directly, and also people that contact us directly. And so when, as you look now, so where we are today, what are, like, stories you think, that, especially even here locally in Spokane mm -hmm. in the Northwest, what stories do you think are important for us to be following? Here's a few that I think are a big deal. Um, one we talked about before is sort of the transgender visibility and transgender rights movement. Um, we've had some really great visibility in some of these national figures. Like I said, like Laverne Cox is really well known now. Um, the problem is, you know, she's not everywhere. Um, and I know that there, you know, there are transgender people and probably uh, organizations that exist in the Spokane area, yes. and they they may not be. Um, be well known and i've often seen sort of local outlets you know kind of think mm -hmm. like well that's something that exists somewhere else and i think right. helping to know that there's that sensitivity of no there are people that are in our area so that's one thing i think to watch out for um and the one that i think would be really important for washington and for idaho um would be uh non-discrimination ordinances things that um mm -hmm. would bar um you know discriminating against someone in employment or in public accommodations or in housing um right on the basis of sex orientation and gender identity. Um, the uh, Employment Non-Discrimination Act federally doesn't seem to be going anywhere, yeah. but I am seeing a lot of these ordinances coming up a lot in cities and in a couple instances in states. And I think that's been happening, actually it's been happening some in your area as well, or maybe mm -hmm. more in southern Idaho. Especially um, Idaho, yeah. That, there's, oh, yeah. that these ordinances are coming up. And I think that's going to be a big deal because we're, you know, we are talking about basic things of being able to hold down a job and be able to rent an apartment, you know, things that people need to do to live. And I think that's going to be particularly important. Um, mm -hmm. And then if you ask me personally, I, I said before, like my background is religion. Um, right. And and that's one thing that I think is, is really important too. And I, I think it'd be uh, particularly helpful. All these stories always have a religious component to it too. Yes. And I know that it's very easy to find the anti LGBT people who have no problem citing their personal faith. But I think we, we need to, we need to do a better job of finding and identifying, lifting up those pro-LGBT religious leaders that are willing to stand up for something like employment non-discrimination mm -hmm. or marriage equality or, um, you know, all these things that help to protect other people. Now, that I find amazing. We talk a lot about, mm -hmm. obviously, in the news mm -hmm. all the time about religious organizations and, of course, the hot topic of religious liberties. But mm -hmm. both Sergey and I come from a very – our families were very yeah. religious. My dad yeah. was a minister. And so I do find that we tend to talk about the crazy people yeah. out there who are – that we forget right. that – we as gay people also have a right to spirituality, and there are places mm -hmm. that do support us where we could practice that. And I don't think we talk about it enough. Yeah, right. And you actually, you have a ton. A former job. My last job was in a religious organization, and basically like helping congregations to go through a process to be like 
to write a formal welcoming statement for LGBT people. Mm -hmm. And I, one of my last things was actually doing a training at a church in Spokane. Um, And so we had people from the area, and some people even came from as far as Portland um, to attend this to sort of like figure out how to expand LGBT inclusive churches in the, in the Northwest. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing because there are a lot of churches Mm -hmm. in Spokane that don't. So, and like we said, we tend to hear more about them Mm -hmm. than we do about that. I would be interested if you, uh, uh, if you know which church that was, you can email it over to us. I would be very interested in them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'll connect you with some of them that were there. There's some really good, the pastor I know has moved. He's somewhere else. I think he's somewhere by Seattle now. uh He was a, uh, he's been a friend of mine for a while. I love church politics. So that's, we can have a whole separate call. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, Hey, my dad was a minister. (laughs) I know all about church politics. Mm -hmm. I love church politics. Right. (laughs) It can be very, um, challenging. We'll Mm -hmm. say challenging. Now, Go ahead. And another thing you have going for you in your area, and again, this is a personal interest of mine, outside of GLAD, I run um, an LGBT youth uh, religious camp, mm-hmm. and that's oh, wow. run in Minnesota. But when we started it, we actually based it off of a camp called Camp Ten Trees. Oh, that yeah. Is somewhere in Washington. It is, And I yes. talked to the director there, who I believe is also was a minister, the person mm-hmm. I was talking to, They're, and they really helped us to shape our program. Yeah, they're big in the Methodist church. I actually was a youth pastor in uh, a Methodist church in Wenatchee, Washington, and uh, we would always send youth counselors and everybody up to Camp Tentries. It was a big thing every year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I totally yeah. know what you're talking about. Now, something else that GLAD does is, you know, they're very much, um, like it says in your, in your mission, sh- you're shaping the, the media narrative. And something that you do that's great is you have these awards. Mm-hmm. So you have Glad Gala Awards, and now this year, uh, Google and YouTube uh, are presented with those awards by Tyler Oakley. Uh, could you uh, emphasize more on that? Sure. Well, actually, and that's still coming up in San Francisco, so I know. you sure. are both invited to attend. Um, we love and, that, and your listeners too. <laughs> um, you know, the Glad's Awards. We want to make sure that our relationship with the media is not just us always yelling at them all the time for everything they do wrong, but making sure that we can find a way to recognize what people have done and what organizations and what media outlets have done really well. Um, And so the upcoming GLAD Gala in in San Francisco is going to recognize, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Google has has done some really great partnerships um, with GLAD and outside of their work with GLAD have also done some really great LGBT inclusive work. Um, they've got teams that are doing social engagement, um, and they've been setting up, you know, they use the platform for Google Hangouts to create conversations mm-hmm. about LGBT mm-hmm. people, about marriage equality, about um, LGBT people in Russia, um, uh, you know, working on a variety spirit day, which we should talk about um, before I go to um, – that they've done all this sort of platforming stuff. And then they've used their Google Doodle to help put out mm-hmm. these pro-LGBT images at, at times that are appropriate. And so they've sort of, like, figured out how to work this into their ethos, and they've been really great partners for that. And I think it's one thing to help to recognize that there are platforms that do really well. And you don't mm-hmm. think of Google as a mm-hmm. media outlet, but right. it really is a place where people go to get their media. And so the sure. fact that they are able to be such great partners here works so well. And I think it's amazing that you're doing that. And also, you know, you don't have to beg us. Next year, we will present the award for you. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, good. I, I, I love also. I love the media awards too. Um, you, you know, it, it's a great party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fundraiser. You know, it, it, I recognize all those things. That it's part of what we have to do to help me do the work mm-hmm. that I do. But I've also found. And I'm not the one that works directly with celebrities, but the people Mm -hmm. that come to this event, um, you know, they're on the red carpet. They want to be supportive of LGBT people, Mm -hmm. and they – they, 
you know, they want to know how to do that in a really effective way. And one of the things we do is give them a platform with which to say that. Um, to help them to, to understand and to recognize, like, this is an issue that's really important, and this is how you can speak out. Um, so at our Media Awards in Los Angeles, which were in April, one of the really big um, moments was when Lupita Nongo, who had oh, won yes. the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress, mm-hmm. um, she was kind of Hollywood's it girl at the moment, she presented an award for Outstanding Documentary and presented it to an LGBT activist from Uganda, about this film, oh. about gay Ugandans. Yes. Um, and it's this moment of solidarity where you have this Kenyan actress who's mm-hmm. really a big name who, who gets to talk about the work of this LGBT activist who is, you know, fighting for his and his people's safety in his country. And I think that becomes one of those really powerful moments. Yes, right. it's, and I think you, you uh, stated two things that I think are, I just wanted to highlight really quick, which is, first of all, um, in culture mm-hmm. pop the pop culture has a lot of influence on the overall feel of a of a nation of a state even so having celebrities go to the red carpet as either allies or being an out proud celebrity i think that just helps to bring us into people's living rooms to mm-hmm. make it a non-issue and i think that's you know that's the amazing part we need to be thankful for that mm-hmm. And, well, they, and it's true, too. I think that some of this stuff, the pop culture thing helps to transcend politics. Yes. And I think I heard, a, I heard a Ugandan, a different Ugandan LGBT activist say this, but I think it's true also for, you know, if people think they're living in a small town or a place that's not the media center. Right. Um, you know, someone from Uganda said, you know, if Obama talks about um, protecting LGBT people in Uganda, that's mm-hmm. Western imperialism. Mm-hmm. But oh. if Rihanna and Jay-Z do it, that's pop culture, and that's what people will actually listen to. Exactly. Right. Because I've said it time and again, mm-hmm. art has, and artists have the power to sneak in to our hearts and our souls before we have any chance to really think maybe, mm-hmm. you know, to let our prejudice take over. And I think that's right. the amazing part of the artist. And something else that you say that I think is very important is when you work with these media outlets and these organizations, how you want to balance the we're not always yelling at you. You know, we also want to support you where we think you're doing good because, honestly, that's called a good relationship. I don't care if Uh you're married or you have a best friend. The only way to keep a healthy relationship growing is to to have both of those. This is where I feel I'm not being served, and this is where we say thank you so much. And I love that GLAD does a really good balance of that. Mm Yeah, I think we have to be, and I think that's what's helped us to have a really good relationship, which means when we do go to the, with them with either you did this wrong or here's something that we would like you to do that you hadn't thought about before, I think that they're much more open and receptive to that because they understand, like, when we say it to them, it really does mean something or not just, you know, it, it's important, and they want they want to sort of recognize how, how good they do. Exactly, and we mm-hmm. want to continue to support that and recognize that. Now, as we wind down this, this wonderful in- interview, thank you so mm-hmm. much for, for taking time. You mentioned Spirit Day. Talk to yeah. us a little about that. Yeah, Spirit Day is coming up soon. It is October 16th, and Spirit Day is when millions of people go purple uh, in solidarity with LGBT youth and to stand against bullying. It is in its, I want to say, fifth year. It started with a teenager in Canada who, this is about the time that there was a lot of rash of uh, suicides, uh, LGBT youth, and it seemed like it was connected to bullying. 
And she asked her friends and said, like, there should be a day that we sort of, you know, wear purple in solidarity. Mm. And it has just, like, blown up and, and from there in terms of, like, millions of people, um, grassroots organizations, uh, television personalities, uh, landmarks logos a lot of places on social media will turn their logos purple and put out some content that talks about um bullying talks about safety for lgbt youth Mm -hmm. talks about how to create safe schools for all students and it's one of our biggest programs and projects of the year and and we're in kind of ramp up mode for that right now Mm -hmm. so what date was that again it's october 16th october third thursday in october perfect that now we're excited because now i'm going to plan my wardrobe yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm wearing purple today just in preparation no, for it. See? Oh, wow. See? I'm there with you. And it's it's royalty. So mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. As we uh, wind down, is there any last thing you would like the, the, the people of Spokane to know about GLAAD? I think it's really helpful. If people want to come and check out GLAAD.org, it's helpful for two ways. Uh, we want our work with the people of Spokane to be a two-way conversation. And that means take a look at the stuff that we're working on. Take a look at the blog that we're that we um, keep maintain pre- um, every day, and and also let us know what's going on in your world in your life, so that we can help keep track of those things as well. Um, some of our best at, best followers are on social media. And so knowing what we're doing on Facebook and on Twitter really helps get people engaged. And we ask people people to participate in our campaigns, and we would love you to bring to us Mm -hmm. the stuff you say, here's something that I'm seeing that I would love to see if we can get addressed. And it may be something that really works for us. Awesome. And you you asked uh, either the wrong or the right, depending on uh, how you look at it, boys to do that because we are very loud. Laugh is good. Right? And so we are there. So thank you so much for taking time. This has been Ross Marie, Director of News for GLAAD. We appreciate this Sunday interview, and uh, we'll be in touch soon because I have a feeling I have a lot more questions for you. Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. That was exciting. I always get so worked up when we have good organizations. First of all, that mm. man knows how to give an interview. Oh, my gosh. Mm. That was great. Mr. Murray knows how yeah. to talk about well, engaging I mean, subjects. Yeah, yeah of course. A lot I mean, of he's in the media. He should He gave me. I got, That's wow. I got chills yeah. on a couple of things yeah. we were talking about, and we are definitely going to push that uh, purple. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, day October of purple 16th, day. Spirit day. What a beautiful thing, and I have a feeling that, that we might be uh, reaching out to Morgan. Oh, yeah. Um, talk about safe schools. But yeah, that was exciting. But we're going to take a quick break before we come back and kind of give you the breakdown of what we talked about today. All right. So this next music break is going to be uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And this is the song it's from. It's from that musical. And this is uh, the song Angry Inch sung by Neil Patrick Harris. All right. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken. That was the amazing Neil Patrick Harris. First of all, he does such a good job. I love the musical anyways. Oh, my gosh. He is nothing but amazing. He's no longer on Broadway in it. He has passed the torch. Mm-hmm. Um, after getting his Tony and working yeah. very hard for the past year. Oh, uh, my gosh. So glad right. they released the soundtrack with his version yes yes so excited so and that was awesome th- and it's a it's a i was gonna say it's a fun story but yeah it's, it's fun <laughs> music but the story the i story's mean not so fun just know that angry inch is really what the whole show's about and right it it's pretty bad yeah so. yeah <laughs> but a lot of fun but we want to thank of course the director mm-hmm. of news for glad for joining us in this past 
little over a half an hour, Ross Murray was on the phone, had a wonderful mm-hmm. time reminding us of things in the media that we need to be aware of no matter where you are. We talked to you at Outspoken. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. we have the first hour of talking about the things going on around right. the country. A lot of those stories are pushed more into the media and the limelight because of organizations like GLAD. Exactly. Um, they started because we weren't being represented as a community correctly. There was misinformation. Mm-hmm. There were mm-hmm. basically a crew of all of our Crazy Bee Award winners yeah. that were allowed <laughs> exactly. to run rampant, and GLAD started because mm-hmm. you can't be running rampant like that. you got to be yeah. kept in check. Yeah, and that's awesome that now we have such good sources and honest sources for yes. LGBT news and the fact that they put such a personal touch to it. You know, it's not just a story. It's a life-changing story. Right. It's a course-changing story. I like story. that they work on bringing uh, mm-hmm. faces to stories because yeah. I'll be honest, when we first contacted GLAD, we wanted to talk about the story of the gay dads with their yeah. two biological sons in mm-hmm. Texas, and we reached out to GLAD because I had seen a story Glad had put out. And we mm-hmm. were told very quickly, oh, wait, no. Right. We are getting the story out there. This is still a legal issue, and we can't really yeah. speak to them. Yeah. And that began the questions of, okay, then what is Glad doing? And now exactly. we know. They're basically our watchdog organization. Mm-hmm. They are out there looking for our best interest yep. and to give us a face in media. They work with celebrities. They work with politics. Um, as as Sergey was talking about, they mm-hmm. have their big awards. They did it in April in on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and they're going to do San Francisco Gala Awards. Tyler Oakley's going to yep. be there. They're presenting to Google and YouTube. And Tyler, if you're listening, we're still waiting. We're for still waiting call. for you to come. On and I will remind everybody that Outspoken was invited. Yeah, did that's you hear? Right. You heard him. I will like cut that snippet yeah. out and say, <laughs> "Look, he said Outspoken." Now they kind of need to pay for the plane and everything, so we probably yeah. won't go well. this year. <laughs> but we did volunteer to to. Uh, to represent next to, year. Yeah, to host. Yeah, we'll go ahead and go. Oh, we'll host it. That's even yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we you're inviting us? We'll take it to the next step. Right. <laughs> so remember that we're always trying to do these things. If you mm-hmm. have have something to say to Outspoken, remember, I'm going to push really hard. We want you to start calling in in that first hour, yeah. 747-3807. You can even, if you have something to say about the show today, feel free. Shmira is still oh, in yeah. the building. You might as um, well just put that number on your speed dial. Right? There's a few of you. I'm going to just send like invites mm-hmm. to because y'all need to just have it first of all you yep. need to be listening oh, everybody yeah. should but these people especially and you need to be ready to just call in at any moment mm-hmm. if we're not going to have you in the studio you might as well just call us and let us know what you exactly. think and i will say we always appreciate people who email us and we had a young man email us during the um mm-hmm. the hour we were speaking with with uh, glad and he said and i won't say your name on the air but um because we did not get permission but mm-hmm. one of the things he said that i wanted to to say is he said thank you so much for what your station does mm-hmm. it means a lot right it's why you and i show up on a site exactly this is why we do it is so that anybody and everybody out there can can have a source locally that can you know talk about what's important exactly. to you all of us and interview people like glad right exactly there and so if you have someone you would like us yeah. to reach out to please let us know what's great about glad is we mentioned that the advocate mm-hmm. has released its 40 under 40 for right. people who are making a difference in the LGBT community, there's like there's like three or four that are from GLAD. Yeah. There's only 30 employees. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And that's, they have that many. Yeah. So, that's a large amount, especially per capita. Let's be real. Right? So I think that's amazing. So GLAD is a very important organization. Um, next week, mm-hmm. Sergey, who do we have on? Next on week, we have 
John, what, how do you pronounce his last name? I think it's Reuter. Yeah, John Reuter. And John Reuter is, uh, he's fighting for our LGBT rights over in conservative Idaho, which, very as we know, can be very hard to do. I mean, even uh, Ross was saying during the thing right. that he even knows, yeah, that we're looking over at Idaho and there's a lot happening. He started in Sandpoint. Yep. Um, and now he's down in Boise council. trying yeah. to. Yeah, city council in Sandpoint. Mm-hmm. Now he's down in Boise trying to make change and he is an advocate he's an ally to our community exactly so we definitely want to spotlight and lift those people up um to see what they're doing and Mm -hmm. idaho is still a a war ground it's when it comes to lgbt oh yeah it's down in the bottom down there so remember please let Mm -hmm. us know if you have anybody you would like us to to talk about or to talk to, and remember mm-hmm. that you can let us know if maybe you have questions for these organizations. That's we right. always announce it at least the week before. Yep. Um, it's a week before this next one that we've announced that John Reuter is going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have a question you want to ask. Maybe maybe you have a story you want us to talk about. Um, That's right. We just got confirmation that a fan is, uh, love the show, he's going to try to call in sometime. Uh, mm-hmm. We need to get people talking. Spokane needs to be stepping up and letting people know that we care. Uh, exactly. Sergey and I watch our numbers all the time. Oh, one of the growing. fascinating things is our biggest audience is women. Yeah, and it's women between love. the ages of twenty-four to thirty-eight, which is interesting. Right? There's our our marketing statistics, yeah. and I love that women listen. So we want to hear from you, Absolutely. and maybe kick your your best friend, your boyfriend, and say, "Why are the men not showing up either?" Yeah. So let's have both women and men. Exactly. And please, it. if you want us to. Uh, talk about anything. If you have any suggestions for a segment for us to do or anything you want us to highlight, absolutely post on our Facebook, our Twitter. Um, we'll always be checking those sources. And would love to talk. To oh, yeah. Know. And nominate Crazy B. Yes, nominate please. We take Crazy, crazy B nominations. Remember, oh, yeah. you can reach us on Facebook at mm-hmm. facebook.com slash outspokesman. Uh, you can reach us at Twitter at outspokesman. Which is real easy. It's very and um, if you're a professional and you just want to tell us how cool we are, you can reach us on LinkedIn. Uh, just right. use our email address, mm-hmm. outspoken at kyrs.com. Yeah. So there you go. All now, right. remember, you can enter to win. You have one more week mm-hmm. to win tickets to Angela Johnson. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be at the Fox Theater downtown on the 13th of September. Mm-hmm. So that's a little over a week. Yep. Uh, doors open at 6.30. She's going to be on the stage at 7.30. And you can get two tickets. From us at Outspoken mm-hmm. or from Proud Times. That's right. Um, and you can meet us because we're going to be there. Exactly. So you get to meet two, three, four. Oh, well, Kurt's not really a celebrity. So three celebrities. <laughs> it's, it's the Schmear. We're going to get T-shirts for him, though. Right. Yeah. It's Jonathan, Sergey, and Angela Johnson. And Angela Johnson. And remember, to uh, mm-hmm. enter into that that contest, what do they have to do? Well, you have to send us your personal information. You have to send us your name, your number. Your email address, your social security number, your <laughs> bank account number. No, just your email, your name, um, and, and your, your number. Phone number. Yeah. And you can send those into our email, our Facebook, or our Twitter. Yeah, you can do any of those. We don't suggest Twitter just because you'll get stuck. Exactly. Probably. Yeah. But, and but if we'll you want, open, yeah. include a picture if you oh, would yeah. like to take Jonathan on a date. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> One of those can be a date. Right, because I'm not playing around yeah. anymore. It's, it's our one. Right. In fact, probably but if two of you win, then uh, right, you'll right, be our dates. Right, exactly. It'll be perfect. Yeah. But I will tell you right now that I do blog about my dates. So yeah. you better make it good because <laughs> I'm going to talk about you. But yeah. before we wrap up this hour, we've had so much mm-hmm. fun in the last two hours of Outspoken. We are going to play you one more awesome song from Hedvig. That's right. And because Neil Patrick Harris, mm-hmm. let's just be honest, you can never have enough. 
Oh my gosh! You I'm going to write him a song enough. called "You Can Never Have Enough," yeah. and I'm going to have him sing it to me. Yeah, <laughs> you write him the song for him that he sings that to he's going to be singing to me. Wow! Yeah, great. Oh, I tell you, I don't mess around. <laughs> I just go after what I want. Yeah, you're just like I'm going for it. <laughs> All right, and here's the song "Tear Me Down," and that was Neil Patrick Harris from Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and the song was "Tear Me Down." Love that song. Oh I want to give a big, uh, real quick shout out to mm-hmm. Marsha who called in. First of all, thank you for calling in. I love it when people actually interact with us. Uh, she wanted to us to know she gave us a lead on some stories, but she also wanted us. She loves our energy. Oh, wow. I know. Well, thank you. We I know, sure so do have a lot of it. Thank you, Marsha. See, and she's an ally. So oh, That's awesome. See, she is part of that women demographic that we are looking for. <gasps> See, so we there love our ladies. That thank you so love much. Love us so much. So thank you for oh, that. Yeah. Really quick, I feel like we need a breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. Whatever that is. Okay. Yeah, right. Whatever that is. I want to say that they just announced every NFL team just passed on Michael Sam. Oh, my gosh. None of them. They had a window to pick him up after the Rams cut him. Right. None of them took him. Well. His only shot now is he's trying to get onto a practice team. Right. And there's no guarantee that that the Rams will let him on their practice team or that any other. Exactly. Okay. And I know we said earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. That we don't think we were given the benefit of the doubt. We don't yeah. think it has anything to do with him being gay. I'm it beginning has, to wonder. Yeah, I think it has a little bit, maybe a lot to do with that. Because he showed strong mm-hmm. oh in my the gosh. practices. He's and as a only rookie. two or three yeah. other players had more sacks than him. Yeah, his position tends to be coveted by the NFL. They need yeah. more of 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 those players, and yet we're going to pass up on on a rookie that has shown strong right. skill right. that my guess is if you work with him is going to get stronger and stronger. Exactly. And now every single team has said no. Yeah. Well, we're going to definitely have to watch that. You know, there are, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of interviews I'm calling out. Glad. Yeah. <laughs> we glad. have their number. Calling yeah. Glad now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. So, yeah, we're definitely going to be talking mm-hmm. about that next week. Oh, my gosh. Yes, <laughs> Remember we are. to tune in. Next week we do have John... John. Router, yeah, it's R E U T E R. Router, so it's either router, but I don't think so. We'll ask him. Yeah, John R. That's why we like having them on. Yeah, (laughs) if you have a name we can't pronounce, you're just a guest on our show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Next week we have a guest. So remember, next week you also learn who's the winner of Angela Johnson tickets. Please enter to win. Either dragulate yourself. You can go to logotv.com or download the app on your phone. Dragulate your dog, Mm -hmm. your favorite celebrity yourself i've done everything. all of those things actually everything, yeah <laughs> uh posted it on our facebook page um remember shamir is over here making hand movements i don't know yeah. what's going on he looks like a little monkey but it's fine <laughs> remember the shamir is always with us yeah <laughs> our wonderful producer and sergey and i are here every sunday, every sunday from 12 to 2 please tune in go to our website if you want to listen to past shows mm-hmm. that's um outspoken dot proud times dot com and email us with any story ideas or if you want to be like these lovely people who have emailed and called us these last few times and just said how much you you enjoy our show we love that too and remember those people that we called out on our show jeremy morgan blaine mm-hmm. you've been called out uh, we expect to hear from you have comments and you should really call in so that's right remember until then the outspoken boys will see you next week go out and have an outspoken week that's right. a cheesy thing. <laughs>